<clears throat> All right, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts like always. Hope you guys enjoyed my recent episode I did this morning with my Stanley Cup qualifier predictions. I did say I was gonna do an episode later on here today about LaShawn McCoy signing with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let's get right into it. So this is actually kind of caught me, caught me by surprise yesterday. So, so yesterday... Tampa Buccaneers signed veteran running back LaShawn McCoy to a one-year deal. And we know the Buffalo Bills, was oh, they released McCoy last August. He was with the Chiefs for, you know, for last year. And, you know, the reason why they signed him is because a rookie running back hit the reserve slash COVID-19 list. So this is a big signing for Tampa when you think of it. Brady, Gronk, and McCoy. This is a pretty good team right here. You know, McCoy finally got—he finally got to win his first Super Bowl last year. He's a six-time Pro Bowler. You know, last year he played in 13 games, started in nine of them, had four touchdowns. You know, we know he's older. You know, he's not the same old shady McCoy. We know that. The guy's a future Hall of Famer. So, I mean, it's a good deal for Tampa. Seriously, it is because they needed a running back, and they got McCoy. McCoy was available. I was kind of shocked no team has picked them up yet until now, before the end of the month. It's pretty shocking, but hey, that's going to be something right there. Brady, McCoy, Gronk, Evans, Godwin. <laughs> it's going to be a good team. It's an older team. Of course, you have an older version of Gronk, and of course, Brady at 43, and you have McCoy at 32, and I believe Gronk, he's almost, how old is Gronk? He's got to be like almost 30. Let's see. Let's see how Gronkowski plays. He's 31. So, is it much, you know, imagine that. Like, that would have been a super team, like, years ago. It still is, though, when you think of it. Because McCoy, like I said, he's still good, but he's not the same old, you know, running back that he once was. But he'll give him some really good games. And it's a good move by Tampa. It's really smart because he needed a running back, and he was the best one available. Like I said, I'm really surprised no team picked him up till now. You know... He had a resurgence a couple years ago with the Bills when he had 13 touchdowns a few seasons ago. But since then, it's, like I said, he's older. You know, running backs, when they get older, they're not the same. You know, they're not going to give you that many touchdowns. He, his career high was when he had uh, 17 touchdowns with the Eagles, I believe, in his third or fourth season. But that's not going to happen again, obviously. You know, just some running backs that happens to, you know. Like, you know, like they say, the running back position is the most disposable in the NFL. But, hey, it's a good signing for the Bucks. Seriously, a good signing. You know, a lot of people thought they were going to sign Todd Gurley, but... And Todd Gurley's younger than McCoy, so... You have to say it actually is smart they took an older guy over Todd Gurley. Because Gurley's about, like, in his mid-20s. But he's just, he's damaged right now. He's got nothing left, it seems like. Or maybe he has a huge comeback season with Atlanta. Who knows? He just can't, you know, he can't overuse your running backs. And that's what happens. Like, the Rams, they just did that with Gurley because, you know, they really didn't have a quarterback till Goff. I mean, even he's not that great, in my in my opinion. He's like a system quarterback, but still. Good sign for Tampa. Like, does that, does that make them, you know, it, well, obviously makes them, they are Super Bowl contenders no matter what, even if they wouldn't have gotten him. But does that mean they'll win the division now? Because I think, personally, the Saints will win the division. But adding McCoy, that could probably get them the division right there. In my opinion. 
I definitely think they can win the division now with McCoy. You know, who would have thought the Bucks from the last few years being in obscurity? You know, they drafted James Winston first overall. And he overall is not that bad of a quarterback. We know he does have attitude problems. We know that for a fact. And the whole interception problem last year, you know, him not being able to see really. Now he got that fixed. And now he's the backup for the Saints. I mean, from number one overall pick to now on the bench for the Saints, backing up Drew Brees now. That's kind of a shame, but what are you going to do? Now the Bucks they've completely changed now. You know, it's a different culture down there. You know, now you got Brady, now you got Gronk, you still have Evans and Godwin, now you have McCoy. We know the Bucks' defense is a good defense. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how things, you know, all turn out in Tampa. This could be a disaster. It's going to go two ways. It's not going to go in the middle. It's either going to be a complete disaster and the Bucks are going to be terrible, or they're going to be really good. It's not going to be in the middle where they'll be like, oh, they'll be an average football team. No, it's going to go two ways. Either one. It's going to be a disaster, or it's going to go really good. And I'm not saying really good means, oh, they'll win a Super Bowl. That's not guaranteed they'll win a Super Bowl, to be honest. It's not guaranteed. Because when you think of it, Brady might have to run into, like, the Packers, the Seahawks, you know, 49ers. you got a lot of tough teams right there after you. The Saints even, too. There you go. You know, you have a lot of tough teams. I'm not going to say the NFCs, because I believe the Bucks would beat the, my Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, the Red, uh, not the Redskins, the Washington football team, excuse me. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to put like the NFCs in a conversation with <laughs> with facing uh, facing the Buccaneers. I'm not even going to do that, but yeah, he'll have competition like, you know, Green Bay and San Francisco and Seattle. Those are the biggest threats and New Orleans. Those are the four biggest threats. Tampa. Can they get past them? I mean, that's going to be hard. That's going to be hard, in my opinion. That's going to be very, very hard. Just saying, I mean, you know, the toughest team probably is the 49ers, in a way, because of their defense. You got to get past that defense right there. That's going to be the toughest place right there. Or toughest team. Like, toughest place to play would probably be New Orleans. That's a tough place to play in the playoffs. But, hey, I mean, we know the Saints got screwed out in 2019 against uh, the Rams, and they lost last year at home to Minnesota. Oh, because he was uh, he pushed off, pushed off. Okay, whatever. Oh, whatever, okay. Mm-hmm. Saints fans are the worst. They really are, but <laughs> it's whatever. It's funny, though, with the Saints, though, like, they still could have won that game against the Rams. They had to stop them on defense right there, so you can't put – you got to put it on the defense for not stopping them. And then you kind of put it on Breeze for throwing an interception. You have to get past the blown call and win the game. That's what you have to do. Don't make excuse after excuse after excuse. I mean, come on, man. Seriously? It's just so stupid. And they should have been playing better defense the year before in Minnesota with the Minnesota Miracle. They should have been playing better defense on Diggs right there. Where did you think the ball was going to go? You knew who Keenan was going to throw that ball to. You had to know. In the end right there, in the end of the game, you have to double team. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do to win the game. <sighs> but it's whatever. I mean, everybody's going to be like me, but that's what you have to do to win a game. But, you know, again, with LaShawn McCoy, he makes the Bucks like the division contenders because I've been saying <clears throat> they'll win the wild card because of the Saints in that division. But now I think they're going to win the division with him. Because like I said, 
he could still ball McCoy. Played 13 games last year. He won the Super Bowl last season. You know, he could still ball. When he's healthy, he can go. He'll make some noise for the Bucks. He'll look like the old Shady in a couple games. You give it time, he'll look like the old Shady in a few of the games next season. He definitely will. Or this season. He definitely will. He definitely will. Maybe we'll see, like, the old Gronk. I mean, this is, like, Brady's got, like, the best weapons ever when you think of it. Like, you have Gronk, you have McCoy, you have Godwin, you have Evans. You know, his best weapon was Randy Moss back in the past with the Patriots. Easily, that was his best weapon. You could say, oh, Gronk was. No, it was Randy Moss. It was Randy Moss. That was his best weapon. Gronk went healthy, yeah, but Randy Moss never had any injury problems. That's what I'm trying to say. When you have a guy that's fully healthy, like Randy Moss, that was his best, you know, his best target. But, of course, Gronk went healthy is equally up to Randy Moss, of course. And you could say, like, oh, Edelman, too, and Amendola. But, I mean, when you have, like, Evans, to be honest, Evans is better than than Amendola and Edelman combined. And even though he doesn't have the Super Bowls, of course, but still, he's better. But when it does come down to a big game, Julian Edelman does show up. You know, some people say he's a Hall of Famer, even though he's never been to the Pro Bowl. Never once been to the Pro Bowl. But when it comes down to playoff time, he always shows up. And who knows, maybe they're talking about the Bucks might even trade for Edelman. Just imagine if they do that. And then they might go to the Super Bowl then. That's kind of a shame, though. Like, Edelman's got three Super Bowls and Randy Moss had zero. Oh, my goodness. That's kind of sad. And Terrell Owens had zero. So he's got... That, that's crazy. That is crazy. Ain't that something. Edelman's a pesky receiver. You know, seriously. Cam Newton's going to have a good time with him this season. And people say, oh, Cam Newton's not going to be a starting quarterback. Yes, he is. He's going to be a starting quarterback. They wouldn't have gotten him for a reason. That's the reason why they got him, to be the starting quarterback. Not because, oh, we just want to sign him because screw it. No. He's going to be the starting quarterback. But, yeah. So, I mean, with McCoy, it's good somebody finally picked him up. Because it is a shame that a team had to wait this long, like, this long to pick him up. Seriously? I mean, come on. You know, but, I mean, maybe it happened for a reason. Because, personally, if he got signed by a different team, he'd be a backup. He wouldn't be starting. He would be a backup. Nobody would want to take him. The Buccaneers said, you know what, we got to take him because you need a good veteran running back, and let's see how him and Brady connect, see how that turns out. We know McCoy's a future Hall of Famer, six-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. He's a Hall of Famer. It would be something he makes to the Pro Bowl this year. That would be something. It's a whole different system. You know, we'll see, like, how Bruce Arians works with, you know, with Brady, because, you know, Brady's worked with Belichick for so long. It's almost kind of like with Joe Montana when he left the 49ers to go play for the Chiefs. It's a completely different environment. And and Montana was okay out there in Kansas City, but it was different. I don't even think they made it to the playoffs. So it's a whole different story. You know, we'll see how the Bucs' O-line protects Brady, because we know the Patriots' O-line always protected Brady. Will the Bucs' O-line be able to? (laughs) They'll have to really step up. They'll have to really step up. And we'll see how McCoy does. I'll predict he scores like eight touchdowns this year. That's, that's going to be my prediction. Overall, like combined, it, whether it's a rushing touchdown or passing, it's going to be combined. It'll be eight. It'll be all his touchdowns will be eight. It'll be eight touchdowns this year. I don't know. That seems like a high number. But I think he can do it. I definitely think Brady will be able to find him on some passes as well near the end zone. He'll definitely be able to find him. 
He will. But alright guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode right here. My next episode will be tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon when I do my SmackDown review, my Friday night SmackDown review. Can't wait to see what happens tonight on SmackDown. So Sean McCoy. Hey listen man, I know it took a while, but you deserve it, man. You deserve to be playing until you retire. You know, teams should be looking at you and be like, you know, even though he's a veteran, he can still ball. And he's gonna ball out this season. Like I said, he's gonna get eight touchdowns and not eight rushing touchdowns. It'll be like a whole combination right there, whether it's rushing and passing, you just combine all together, it's gonna be eight touchdowns. I almost want to say it'll be four and four, like four rushing and four passing. Maybe it'll be that. We'll see how it all turns out. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Once again, hope you guys are he- healthy and safe. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon.